Yes, I'll argue with anyone that Kubrick is the greatest director of all time. Yeah, it's in the morning. Yeah, I've had a beer. Big deal. I'll still argue with it. I'll die on that hill. Anyway, I think I've got a show to do, so let's start the show. And you should too. A podcast tonight about crime dramas, noir films, post-war thrillers, and one of the greatest directors of all time. That's right. Uh, Tonight is the first episode of the first official episode that we are going to be covering movies, not just talking about Oh, movies in general, we're going to be doing, I'm doing a specific movie tonight, and I know it's going to be a little bit different because this is an older movie. We're doing a classic here. We're dropping some knowledge on a movie called Stray Dog, directed by Akira Kurosawa, one of the greatest film directors to ever live. For real. If you don't know who he is, um, have you heard of Yojimbo? Have you heard of Seven Samurai? Yes, this man. And we're dropping his uh, 1949 crime thriller noir uh, starring Chishiro Mufumi, one of the greatest actors of a generation. I'm not saying he's the greatest actor of all time, but he's definitely one of the greatest actors of a certain generation. There's no question about it. He's probably top 10 greatest actors of all time. And this is a uh, procedural drama that is just layer upon layer of different elements even though it's a noir film so it's kind of a semi-documentary police procedural set in tokyo um a few years after world war ii and it has several elements of noir style and it's the way it tells the story the setting character the way characters act and relate to the environment the theme the mood and how the film looks it's um it's it's a People have called it a work of art from Kurosawa, and I do think that that is definitely a thing. The film is, it's 1949, so it's black and white, but it's shot. It's beautifully shot. Like, he uses different way, he uses different technologies and different types of filmmaking to shoot each scene. He changes the pace and the tension during the film. Like, it's, it starts off a bit slow. And then it speeds up and then it slows down again. But you're never not invested about the film. Like you get invested with Monsieur, um, Mifumi's character and the character of the story. It's more about this cop um, and what happens to him because of a crime more than figuring out, trying to figure out like a mystery and I think that plays well into the film as a whole. Um, the film definitely is also a summer movie because it you can feel the heat in the film. Like people are, it's during the summer in Tokyo in 1949, so it people are sweating. It's uncomfortable, um, and he uses this location as a character itself. Like the 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 streets are. Uh, streets are a character and this this city is a character in itself and it's 
because he fills the streets with cr- like it's crowded people. There people are on top of each other. You know what summer because it's hot, it's crowded, it's claustrophobic. It's you can just you can feel the sweat. I was watching when I'm watching this. I was just feeling the sweat. I felt hot, like I was there, just in in the mood, and I was there in the setting, just feeling oh. Why is this so getting so hot in here? And he does it. He shoots the film so well that you you actually feel the heat from the summer, and it it, it plays into characters' motivations. It plays into what characters do. It plays into the entire story as a whole. That um, this this just the the heat is taxing on our main character and on Mafumi's character and it's taxing on the people he's trying to chase down. And I think Kurosawa does it so well and almost better than anyone at using atmosphere and weather to just ratchet up all the emotions in the story. Um, there's this one scene, there's a few, um, a scenes that he shoots very documentary style. Uh, they're shot in the black markets of Tokyo and um, it's in a post-war Japan. So it's very, it's very grimy. It's very dirty. It's um, it, sh- it doesn't feel like it's a film, like a, like a, a story driven film. These shots kind of feel like um, you're just watching real life and you're not, you're not, in a movie, but you're actually watching a movie as well. And it doesn't take you out of the film per se, but it just steeps you more into this world. So you're in the story. So you're not being taken out of it by something else that's uh, distracting. And a few of these scenes were uh, shot by Kurosawa's assistant, who was Ishio Honda. Uh, Honda. And if you know that name, he is the director of Godzilla and Rodan. And if you know me, you know how much. I love Godzilla, but um, yeah, the these these scenes are are really stressful on the viewer as a whole, and they give a good backdrop on what was going on after the war. Like it, it's it's after World War II, so Tokyo is basically it, it's a mess, and it you just feel that you can just feel the desolation of people like. They go into meeting so many different types of people during this film too. Um, you're during these scenes, like you're meeting yakuza, you're meeting drifters, you're meeting people who have lost their jobs because of the war. You're meeting ex-militaries, street gangs, um, prostitutes, hustlers. You're just getting steeped into this world, and it helps the story, helps the characters. It, it's so. I'm, I don't know. It's just it. Tugs at your emotions, but it also puts you there like you feel like you're a person there. And I, I can't say that enough about how Kurosawa has made this film. Like it, this film is, it's just, I didn't know what to expect. I heard good things when I first started it, um, before I started it, before I watched it. Um, the first time I watched it, because I hadn't seen it, I need to, this is one of my blind film blind spots. So I wanted to, I definitely wanted to, um, clear up that blind spot but i didn't know how much i was gonna fall in love with this film like it's it's just it's so beautiful and 
even oh, I love black and white films. I really do. And they hit me some some of them hit me a lot harder than um, films filmed in color. But just because it's not just the black and white, but it's the way the story tells, the way it moves, the camera angles, the way things are shot. Kurosawa is a master, is a master. And honestly, if I was to put like greatest directors, not my favorites, but greatest directors of all time, even though um, number one is probably my favorite anyway, uh, Kurosawa is, he's always going to be number one or number two. I'm sorry, it's him or Kubrick. And I know that's really tough for people to hear, but if you watch some of Kurosawa's films, the man is, he's in, he's influenced how count who like how many countless i'm pretty sure kubrick was influenced by him we all know that's um kubrick influenced spielberg so technically kurosawa influenced spielberg as well scorsese coppola all those film guys all those all those some of the greatest directors of my generation were influenced by kurosawa and just going back and it was so lovely to see one of his early great like it's not an epic film, but it's it has so much influence on the noir genre. Um, noir genre. Uh, it has so much influence on police procedurals. Like I will get into that later, but this film is so so influential on so many different types of genres of, of film. Um, but going so the story is um, Toshiro Mofumi. Uh, he is a rookie cop. Um, his name is I'm I'm gonna I know I'm gonna butcher this. It's Murakami. Yes, Murakami, and he loses his gun. And we find out. Well, at the beginning the movie starts with he's talking to his his officer or his inspector or sergeant that he loses his gun. And then there's a flashback where we see how his gun was stolen by a pickpocket on a crowded bus. And basically the entire film is him having to wreck with losing his gun and also what happens because of losing his gun because the crimes that are committed by um the pickpocket are they escalate and you they take so much out of murakami it's he he dealt he dives into a deep spiral and you're not sure what how, how he's gonna how he's gonna affect this. How is he going to find the pickpocket? Is um, is he going to spiral out of control and turn into a criminal himself? You you don't know, but you you keep once the film picks up, you just you keep on watching. And he gets um, he teams up with a chief detective Sato, um, who is played by uh, Takashi Shimura. And if you um, you know that name. You probably know some of his work as well. He's been in uh, Seven Samurai. He's in Rashomon. So he he's in uh, Godzilla as well. He so him and um, Kurosawa go back. They have they have history together, and he's really good as like the older detective who is um, just trying to teach Mufumi about life and about the issues and how to be a cop because the rookie he takes um character takes it so so hard and so with like as i stated with each crime 
the rookie is mad at himself because it goes from a stolen pistol into a um, an armed robbery. Uh, there's a murder, and you can just feel, along with the like, the heat is taxing on uh, Mafumi's character. the The weight and guilt of him losing his gun is just taxing on, and you see it in. Every expression, all the words he says, the way he inflects things, the way he talks to people. He's a rookie and he's not sure how to deal with this. He's also an ex-military vet. So he may be dealing with some PTSD. And it just, it's, Mifumi's performance is so good because you get every inch of, um, he just, he brings out this this character and you don't and you want to feel for him and you want to feel bad for him and then sometimes you want to get angry at him you you just run the gamut and it, it's such a fantastic performance from a incredibly talented actor and so you're thinking um they're totally different like the 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 pickpocket himself and uh, Mufumi's character, but you do start what's really good about this film and what Kurosawa does really well about the storytelling is that he, through dialogue and through character action, you find out that both characters are, they're in their 20s. They are both ex-military, so they could have switched, they could have switched paths. Um, Mufumi's character could have been a criminal and the criminal could have been a cop. Um, they're, they're similar. So it's, it's really good. It's a really nice balance to see that, that they relate to each other. They're not just one do one's really good and one's really bad and he's chasing him and he's trying. No, they're, they're multi-layered. Uh, and Kurosawa plays that so well because then you, during the film, you don't see much of the pickpocket, but you hear about his actions from other policemen, from people who have interacted with him, from his girlfriend. Um, so you don't get much of him on screen and still you can understand his story. And that's excellent storytelling, like fantastic storytelling. And then um, the character Sato, he is the, to the rookie cop, he is the streetwise, the, smart older detective who just sees the world as in good and bad and he wants to get rid of the bad guys but he also believes that um, people make their own choices in certain circumstances and he tries to push that onto the rookie that people will take a situation and they'll they'll go the way they went and that's on them that's not on him like people make bad choices but that's life. That's how it is. You you either have a moral compass to do good or you have a moral compass to do bad. It's that's how life is. And I really like that playing on each other because it's the prime example of old cop, rookie cop, buddy cop that we've seen in every good action movie, like in every buddy action movie ever. Think of Lethal Weapon, um, even Rush Hour. Um you could say you could technically say like 48 hours. Um, there's so many good movies where you have the new rookie cop who's trying to make a name for himself. And then you've got the older wise rookie cop. He's got 
wise cop that he's got a team with and they go through their thing and they're trying to solve a case. And it, this film influences so many others in a fantastic genre. One of my favorite genres of all time. And I, I just think that, uh, Kurosawa, I'm, I'm not sure if he knew what he had here, but what he had, thankfully he made this film because it's, it's a part of me now because I, I love this film. And also yeah, I love this film because it influenced so many of my other, my favorite films. Um, going to the performances, like Mifumi is, he's amazing. Like I can't say enough about this actor. He's, he's incredible. Like his rookie cop is, he's energetic and intense, but he has different levels. He goes through anxiety. He goes through distress. He goes through, despair um like his emotional range is just it's so good for an actor and you you realize why he's on a pedestal as one of the greatest actors of all time um because he plays his rookie cop so well like you feel like he needs a mentor um and that um his partner sato is that mentor and the rookie cop is just he's he's a rookie so He's a little high strung. He's still like, he's still beating himself up over the fact that he lost his gun. Whereas Sato's character is, he's cool. He's the teacher. He's wise. He, he's been there and he doesn't, um, he doesn't, he doesn't flake under pressure. He just, he thinks about things. He goes through his processes where Mufumi's character is just all over the place because of so many different stressors. The the world he's in, the war he went through, the heat in general, the um, just everything. So he does that, and it, it's it's an incredible performance. And um, so, and then there's, it's not just them two who are fantastic performers, but also there is, um, the, I'd say the, the wife or not the wife, the girlfriend of the, um, Doug, uh, played by Kiko Awaji. She's, she's a street dancer and she has a great performance as there's a really good scene where she's being interrogated by Mafumi's character and she, and she's also dealing with her mother, who is very disappointed that she's dating a thug. But that that scene is you feel for both of the characters because she, Mufumi thinks that she can do better and she doesn't think she can do better. So she's staying with the thug. And when really she should just just be, she should be thinking for herself and trying to realize that maybe this person that she's going with is not good for her. And it's, it's such a, it's a, it's sometimes like a five minute scene, but it, it, it's really emotional. It helps with the whole entire story. And so this, this film is just, it's incredible. It, it It's a great noir thriller. It's not really a detective thriller. I mean, it is a detective thriller, but it's not the noir type of thriller. Like you don't get the, the mystery or the MacGuffin or, um, the, I wouldn't say, yeah, mystery MacGuffin, um, just like dark element and themes. Sorry, my brain is, all over the place today. But what you get is you get a character study of 
this cop going through the process of trying to get his gun back, trying to stop this thug from doing irreversible in inrehensible. I can't say that word, um, but horrible things because he, and he blames himself and he doesn't know what to do about it. And it's a really, really cool look at a police procedure. I also think that this film influenced shows like CSI because it's got the procedural elements, but it also has the character study as well. So you get that on like a two hour over two hour clip, which I, I, I really like. It's it's not it's a detective thriller, but it's also a character study and it dives into um, the world of Tokyo post-war Japan. And it's not just like suspense, but it's also you get uh, drama and and not not melodrama, but just, just drama itself. And I, I love the I, I just love the fact that it places it does so much to forward the genre in general. Like there's a spoiler alert. There's a moment where his partner gets shot and that's the normal thing. What happens in films like this is like the partner gets shot and then the rookie has to take over the case and figure out just catch the bad guy. And I, I can't believe that this film does it so well. And it's so early for it to do that. What's funny about the rest the film different to normal like modern day police procedurals is that his higher ups aren't berating him or anything about the gun missing. They're like, this happens. And it's really cool that they're offering reassurancing reassurance and reminding him that it's not his fault. Kind crimes happen like you can't stop crimes from happening you can only help to i guess be there early to predict a few of them and maybe to stop as many as you can but they're gonna happen no matter what and what happens is no one's passing like judgment on him so he um mifumi's character is just putting all the weight of the world on him and dealing with his own guilt and he runs the gamut through the entire film, even to the end where everything wraps up, but he's not sure how, um, how this could go on. I mean, how he can be a better detective because of this. I think he will be, if there was ever like a sequel, I don't, don't ever think there would have been a sequel, but if there were another story with him in it, I think this is showing a good evolution of his character, even though he goes through a lot of trials and tribulations through, trying to find his gun, meeting these people, um, dealing with the um, his partner and being shot. I, I think it would have been, it's a really good evolution on his character um, from start to finish. And this film just is, it's, it's one of the best detective films just in general. Um, and it's, it's basically about good people who basically get sent over the edge and what happens to them. And it follows the characters instead of placing emphasis on the story and it uses the atmosphere and the era to build the story around this character. Um, and I think that's really cool because it's basically, it's, it's the human side of the character and 
it's taken with a lot of care. Um, Kurosawa does that with a lot of, he cares for these characters and he wants to show you these characters and their, everything they go through. It's very much like, I would think very similar to, um, prisoners from Denny Villeneuve and maybe Zodiac from, uh, David Fincher, where they're two, they're two, like they're kind of cop movies, but the focus is more on the character and not as much the story. I mean, for Zodiac, we know the story and we're just trying to figure out if someone is a Zodiac or not. And then prisoners, you're just, you know what happens, but you're not sure what's going to happen next. And there's that ending that's mind blowing. Um, but it's really about these characters and how they interact with each other and how they deal with trauma and crimes. And this, if you haven't, if you haven't seen, you probably haven't, but this film is on the Criterion channel right now. A ton of Kurosawa's work is on the Criterion channel right now. This film is so, it's just so interesting to watch. And it um, does so many different things within the, the genre of a police procedural. And it's also, it's somewhat of a coming age movie about a, uh, a rookie cop and him coming of age after the war and trying to deal with life after the war and trying to be also trying to be a good, decent human being and a good, decent cop. And it just, this movie where is doing so many things at once. And I can't explain how fantastic it is. Um, it is on the criterion channel right now. If, if what I have said, even though I spoiled a little bit, if what I have said, it makes you want to go see, want to seek this out, please seek this out and then go seek out more of Kurosawa's um, work. Because as I said, he's probably the greatest director of a generation. He may be the one of the greatest direct. He's one of the greatest directors of all time. He may be the greatest director of all time. There is very much an argument that could go on. That's going to go on for eons of who is the greatest director of all time. For me, he's probably, he's in my greatest top five. And um, I, I can't say any more about this fantastic movie. So I'm not going to say any more. I'm just going to tell you. I'm Evan. I love movies. And you should too. We'll see you soon.